something along those lines. Who knows? Yes. Welcome to another episode of Mariah Python Radio. In this episode, it's just me and Owen. 534. Got a lot of stuff to catch up on. Many. And yeah. Figured uh, now that Carpet Fest is. What was the last the time we had? <laughs> what was the last time we had an NPR episode? That I don't was know, you man. and me. We, it was. Slacking. We have. We've we canceled slacking. a lot of shows leading up to Carpet Fest. We. Yeah. Uh, you were sick. I was sick. You were sick again. Um. I think if we would like stack this season up to the other ones, we're gonna come up like four episodes short. <laughs> I think it might be a little more than four. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I think it might be a little more than four. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. We're still way ahead of the game, though. That's all right. Exactly. Find me another <laughs> podcast that has five hundred and thirty something episodes. Get yeah. out of here. Right. Exactly. Um, hmm. Let's see. So, a couple of things. One. Yes. Uh, Carpet Fest was uh, awesome time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We kind of <laughs> talked about it a little bit on Carpets and Coffee, but if you don't listen to that, figured, uh, yeah. Which it was I don't a good understand why you don't listen. To, why do you listen to NPR and not listen to Carpets and Coffee? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But Lucas weird. is back on Carpets and yes! Coffee. So <laughs> if you just <laughs> didn't want NPR 2.0. If you just didn't want us, I understand. <laughs> well, now I get it. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. I don't want to yeah. listen to us either. Yeah, so. there was a lot of them too where we didn't know whether they called NPR or Carpets and Coffee. Coffee, but usually carpets and coffee is just to hang out. Just yeah, shit. it just kind of clicked in. Yeah, um, but I will say this: so we mm. so carpet fest was really good, good time. Uh, re, you know, uh, what did you say about a hundred people? Maybe I say close to yeah. 70, 70 to a hundred somewhere in that area, and a lot um, of new faces too. Like yes. there were a lot of new people, which I really liked. Um, yeah, it was so, really awesome. So and much so the, that I didn't even. I don't even know. I, first off, I'm terrible with names anyway, and yeah, I'm like, do name tags. Yes, yeah, dear God, yeah. dude! Like, I was talking to people, and I'm like, no idea who you are. I'm like, it's no clue. Well, and the funny thing is, is like a lot of them you know. You talk to them like there was a lot of people where I didn't right. know them by face, but as soon as they said their name, I was like, oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I know who you are. Who you are. Yeah, time, you know? yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Um, for me. It was pretty cool because I had a, pretty much, I want to say, all of the influences for me in the Carpet Python hobby in one spot, minus maybe Luke Snell and maybe a couple other people. But, you know, you had a couple uh, people that Justin have fallen off the there, yeah. you had Ryan Young there, you had yep. Nick Mutton there, you had Jason Bale in there, you had Eric Kohler there, yep. uh, Bill Stiegel was there. I mean, just, you know, to me, that's... Uh, it was hopeful of some high, pretty high pretty heavy stuff. hitters. Scott Borden ended up coming by. Oh yeah, um, Borden was there. Yeah, Borden was there. Mm-hmm. Other buddy was there. Um, yeah, yeah. Adam uh, Adam Gee oh, showed up. Yeah, I forget. That, yeah, he Cur- that was awesome. <laughs> you know, he's a he's Keith, an East Coast OG. Mike Curtin, Keith, Keith McPeak. McPeak. <laughs> yeah, it How was. Can I? Rob yeah. Stone. Rob Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. There was even an appearance by Owen McIntyre. I was there right of here. the year. Yeah, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. If there was, a I know, plaque, I would have gave you the I, breeder I, I, of the Where year. is it? Where is it? <laughs> like I, you, you don't think I want to have some sort of trophy? And at the end of the year, <laughs> well, the we season the isn't over yet. Joe. It's not done yet. It's still well, happening. That's why I can't give you the trophy yet. I know. <laughs> the rules <laughs> it's still going on oh my god how many species did you breed this year eh. 
I don't know. More than 10. <laughs> um, Has to be uh, more than 10. I mean, right? I, I'm, we're just going to lump Carpet Python in together, right? Uh, I guess you can. If you I mean, want if you to. want to divide it, it's like, so it, it's like, because maybe it's do a Carpet lot. Python and Bread Lie. All right. Yeah. So Carpet, Bread Lie. Um, I mean, if we want to split Darwin, I did that, but that was mixed with caramel, so there was coastal in it. So, eh. um, so yeah, so carpet, breadlie, ruffy, uh, Madagascar hognose, rhino rat snake, corn snake, rat snake, pine snake, false water cobra. I think that's it. I'm forgetting. Come something. on, take me to ten, it. man. You're forgetting. I'm, I know something. I'm forgetting something. I know it is. I think that's it, though. Wait. I think no white lips for last year. Wait. Mm-mm. No, no, okay. no white lips. Olive pythons. Damn it, olive pythons. Yeah, yeah, ten. <laughs> We're still yeah. missing a few, but we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> it's just it's a never stop. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, I got the... Walmut? Had, no, you didn't do... No, you I don't do Walmuts. I got rid of those things. Those things are gone. Dirty, um, dirty snakes. <laughs> dirty, rotten... Ah, Chinese king rats. Eleven. <laughs> there you go, eleven. <laughs> oh, shit. More colubrids <laughs> than pythons. Yes. More colubrid mm, species, but I think I had more python clutches. Are you an MPCR? Is that is that where you're going to fall? I don't I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Like I think I I'll stick with my answer that I gave to the colubrid colubroid guys when they had me on. Is the I'm not a python breeder or a colubrid. I'm a snake breeder. So ah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like it. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So, but the uh, okay. uh, I just had the thirteen. I'm sorry. I just had twelve baby false water cobra hatch out. Which is a first for that. That's a new one. So, so tell me about that. How are they? They're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've never seen. I've never seen babies come out of the egg and then turn the vermiculite into a mixture of egg yolk and vermiculite. Like they just. It, I don't. I don't know how, but they turned the egg box like into sludge. Like they just came out of the egg. And then burrowed around and just churned up all the vermiculite, and were literally like mm. knocking the eggs that were still full of their siblings all over the freaking place. <laughs> like Is that the other babies the- are in, they're just rolling around. So <laughs> get out. Exactly. That's so cool. I'm pulling babies out, and I'm correcting the eggs and cleaning off the eggs, and the other babies are still sitting inside. Um, no harm to any of the babies, but yeah. They all came out except for one. I think of one more left. Are they feisty? Are they big? Oh God, yeah, they're huge. They're huge. Yeah, um, bigger so, than bigger than any color size. I mean, it not maybe not that big, but I'd say they're pretty on par with an olive python baby. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> they they t- they take up all of that egg, and um, they come out big and. Uh, they're kind of calm, maybe a little bit flighty. And then I'm like, I'm going to try to sex them. And they're like, never. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to not do that. And we're going to just, so I have to figure (laughs) out how I'm going to do that later. So it may have to be like how I do uh, help Matt with his uh, Borneos and dude, it might be, I do have a set of venomous tubes. It may be. 
Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I have, I have a set of venomous yeah. tubes. It might be babies going in a tube. Yeah. Yeah. It might be the best way. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, I wonder how Zach does it. Hmm. That's a good question. I know. I asked him. So I just sent him a, um, uh, I sent him a mad hog, uh, today or he, uh, yesterday he Did got you? it today. Yep. My last of my 2022 babies, uh, sent to him. And, okay. uh, it was one of those, like, um, he's like, I was wondering if he had any mad hogs left. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Just send me a label. He's like, well, how much? I'm like, the same price I paid for them false water cobra. The first taste is always free. So yeah, it's 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 cool to get it's yeah. cool to get him back for that, especially now that the false water cobra have now produced. Um, but I can't imagine, like, I, God, I know that, how old are they? They're like two, two and a half, two years. Yeah, there's. It, it, okay. I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> so it's, I. Oh, it was way too young. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's Rubble. not. It's not that they were way too young. It was that maybe they needed another year. Um, Zach said something about how they never breed before they're like two or before they're like three or four. And I just well, you tossed, broke that rule. I did. That you showed yeah. him. <laughs> never tell me the odds, you know. So um, <laughs> you can't do this. You can't do this. Like the that. hell, I can't. But it's. <clears throat> I mean, it's one of those where I know he gets massive clutches out of his females and I'm like 12 and it's like, and we've had that conversation before is like, do you want to have six clutches of 12 from smaller females or do you have one clutch of like 45 where they're all the same? And I would rather have the small clutches from individual animals. So it's like, I think 12 false water cobra is plenty. Are they like uh, owl pythons or water pythons where there's no variability or is there variability in their pattern or some lighter, darker? They all kind of look the same. Um, the thing is, is mm. that he sent me a high yellow female or high gold female mm -hmm. and a high black male. So all okay. the babies come out, have now come out and they all look normal. <laughs> like it is like so. And I think it's just because if I were to try to go for high yellow i need to pair her with a high yellow and if i were going to gotcha. go for high black i'd have to pair him with a high black by mixing them together i now get water I, I now get false water cobra yeah that's gotcha base model and i get that and mm -hmm. i and i think that's cool um i have no interest in going any further of like getting a high yellow male for for her and a black high black for him because then at that point i have four adult false water cobra and i don't want to be in that world I i'm happy with my pair here um but yeah i mean i've seen some of the false water cobra morphs out there are gorgeous have you ever seen a lavender i have yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty they're, cool <laughs> yeah they're pretty so i I, that's all I ever wanted to do is just make more things to potentially sell as far as that. I'm not chasing down false water Cobra more if I just want to make more false water Cobra. So yeah, have more variety on your table. Now let me ask yeah. you a question. If you were yeah. to go to a show, like say, yeah. like I'm sure Hamburg, you're good. But <laughs> what, how would the show? <laughs> I'm sure you're fine. I can put a mamba in a hot dog launching cannon in Hamburg. It's fine. Yeah. Boom. 
Yeah. <laughs> is that a Cobra in a Pringles can? Yes. Well, it yes, is. yes, it is. <laughs> Good of you to notice. They have to stand up. Yeah. They have it's, it's, up. So they want they, have, they, have they want a taller. They want taller things. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not necessarily arboreal, just taller. Uh, it seems you've <laughs> yeah. labeled one end um, bitey end. Yes. Yes. Don't open that end. Oh, all right. Yes. <laughs> um. Do they get? Are they considered venomous or are they considered? They're like a colubrid. They're considered venomous because they're, but there okay. seems to be like this magical world of rear fang venomous where it's Pretend like, and venomous, right? It's it's like, like, yes, they're venomous, but they're like, not. They're exactly. So it's like, are you bringing venomous? Just rear fangs. Oh, well, then we will not put you in the venomous aisle. Do whatever you wish. Thank you. Like, that's. <laughs> Okay, but if it so, injected the venom into you, you would get you would have problems. Yes, you would. Yes, but their fangs are so far back the, that there's that no you, way you, you can. So, um, nipper, cover you your broke ears that rule with them. <laughs> um, so you know, I did get bit by one of the babies, and okay, it's one of those Just trying to sex them. What, yes. <laughs> So nipper, cover your ears. That didn't happen. La 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 la. Uh, um, he's punching so, the wall right look, now. He can't get me. I'm across <laughs> an ocean. So, although, uh, like, what's going to happen is two days from now when he's listening, he's going to be like, mate, mate. Yeah. All right. So, um, singing <laughs> leg slaps for everyone. Um, yes, it is something that can cause problems for people, like how Madagascar hognose venom can cause problems for people and things like that it is something that you can be susceptible to and it's something that can be a, a major issue so um i had Just no effect western hogs are the same right? yes same deal i had yeah. no effect okay. um i didn't think i was going to be have one but it's one of those where it happened i was like well guess we'll see how this goes um and uh, <laughs> Which is a bad way to think about it and a bad way to do it. Please don't follow my examples. <laughs> like it's not twelve a.m. Twelve a.m. I'm still feeling here. a little tingly in the finger. Well, and but so I'm it's still here. Still here. So it's that. Um, I can't tell if this was the edible I ate, the shrooms, or the well, that's, beer. That's or the, first off, that's the problem with these things. You get bit by a mad hog or a false water cobra for for at least an hour. You're like, all right. Is my finger tingling because of something or because I'm like looking at it so intently? Like, right. I, I don't know. Is that normal? Can I always feel this part of my finger? Like, at, yeah. <laughs> so like you're hitting it on things you're like, no, still working. So, um, mm. but that's as far as I would ever go with venomous because clearly I can't be trusted with anything. And I just clearly. got Melissa to allow heal a monster. <laughs> well, at least you can put them on the tongs. Like, exactly. Yeah, just right, pick it know. up. Yeah. So, pick them up uh, like a puppet. Yeah. Um, Sure, she's sit, um, you know the problem is, is you're sitting there and the price of Gila monsters is the same as diamond pythons. You're like, hmm, <laughs> like uh, yeah. My diamond pythons are pounding food right good. now. So good, good. Fingers are crossed. Good, good. I've been feeding them like every four or five days. Good. Oh, I, I would dude, hate to have to. I would hate to have ferocious. to just not have what two of these beautiful creatures over here. <laughs> I, I mean. Yeah, unfortunately, Anthony pretty much uh, already got two of them at this point. It's that's the annoying part. Be like, I can withhold these from you. Can you? No. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> no. It's already done. Damn it. It's damn it. <laughs> so, foiled again. <laughs> but um, hmm. it, okay, it, so they're considered a venom. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, so it's, it's something that you need to be concerned about. So this is not 
like I don't let people at shows. People are like, can I hold the Madagascar hug? Those no, <laughs> like because are they considered yeah. venomous at a yeah. show? Yeah, they should. Oh well, no, not not at a show. <laughs> no, should, should they be? So wait, yes, they're rear fanged. Yes, <laughs> they get a pass. Yes, it, the false word covers a real fang. They don't get a pass. Now no, I know. No, no, they both get a pass. Oh, so yes, so, cobras do. Yes, oh, all okay, okay. all rear fangs seem to get a pass. It's like mm. anything that is a venomous venomous. We're talking a lapid, vipirida, all that stuff is over there. Has to be in the venomous aisle. But I don't know if that's a good thing, though. I don't know if it is either. So now the other thing is that you're not. It always seems to be that it's not the people that strictly do venomous that have the rear fangs. It's almost mm-hmm. like, why am I going to play with a BB gun when I have this over here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Okay, I get it. So right. it's always the people that have other things that have the false water cobra, or they're people that are just done for false water cobra, but they never set up in the venomous aisle. They're always like an aisle in with the python stuff or things like that. So mm, okay. there's never seems to be a problem. With that, that being said, like Kohler brings his Gila monsters. Should they be right. considered venomous? Well, they are, right? They are. But I mean, they're he, the only venomous lizard. They don't the make him. They don't make him set up in the venomous aisle. He just sets up his Gila monsters. <clears throat> now there are rules of how to transport venomous. Like his Gila monsters have to be like taped into their deli cups, but. That's not something that I have to do for False Water Cobra or Mad Hawks. Interesting. Yep. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know I, where the line yeah. is. There has to be one snake that, like, you're like, oh, no, 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 that one has to be taped. Huh. Really? A I, mangrove? Like, what? Like, that? that's the one over well, the yeah, line. Well, yeah, they're rear, fang, rear, uh, rear fanged as well. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. I remember watching, I think it's called the Venom Interviews. Right. And, yeah. um, on there they were talking about false water cobras and um i think ah, i'm probably gonna mess this up i want to say that they their venom is more potent than say a mangrove Mm -hmm. it's one or the other i'm probably mixing it up but basically saying that one one of those species i want to i think it was a false water cobra was their venom was stronger okay but their delivery system isn't as good as the mangrove and the mangrove only in, can inject like the amount that they can inject is what is is the i'm um, i'm probably butchering that i, I mean i don't i don't know about i don't know about, I don't know about that one that. i mean i don't know about that one because like i to be honest like you, damn you, it you, i'll have to come back <laughs> you get you get you get bit by one of your rear fangs you know you're like yeah. maybe i should google this and like you never want to do that because then all you hear the horror stories but you also get the ones where it's like you, you, you get the actual papers and stuff that talk about venom yield and and you know effectiveness on humans and things like that um so yeah i i don't know i i really don't know um it's my own cool stupid fault. They're, oh, they're awesome. I absolutely love them. Um, but, and it is like a cool thing that I was not, it was really more of a dry run that I was hoping to do is to kind of put <laughs> them together. in the rattlesnakes? <laughs> well, no, no, dear God. No, no, no. A dry run of the breeding season with my pair. 
I wanted to pair them together, make sure everybody was cool, kind of do a dry run, see what happened. And she was not interested in him at all. She was bucking him off. She was trying to throw him, but he was interested. And I'm like, okay, cool. So now they haven't killed each other and there's interest. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So I separated them and then I didn't even know she was gravid. I'm like, all right. And then I didn't see her. uh, Actually, sorry, her nest box, all the stuff. It looked like her nest box was kind of overflowing. And I'm like, why uh-huh. would she go in there and fuck everything up? And I opened it up and there were the eggs. And I'm like, well, that's why. Oh, so and you didn't even know no. at all? Nope. Huh. Nope. And then I was like, all right, I'll set them up. They're probably all slugs because they kind of look a little off-white. And then they just kept going. And I'm like, any minute now they'll crash because they're not fertile because everybody's too young. Kept going. Any second now, then babies are coming out. Any minute now, it's going to (laughs) be. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, eventually something's. Yeah, so. Um, Now that and I hatched out a clutch of um, white-sided black rat snakes, too. Yeah, that's the one I'm trying to see in uh, uh, in PA, and I can't I can't score a, a white sided black rat snake easy. No, I don't want a white sided oh. black rat snake. <laughs> I want a black rat snake. <laughs> On all our herb trips, I can't. I gotta find. Can't I, you find, say they're out by. You're by your house all the time, so I catch them basking in my backyard, dude. Damn, yeah. They gotta be around here somewhere. I mean, um, they ha- they are. They have to be. It's yeah. got to be in the right spot. Huh. Interesting. I was asking my wife about um, the uh, the ringneck snakes, right? Because we mm-hmm. were talking about that. Uh, and I was telling her, uh, you know, I was just telling her, uh, um, uh, showing her pictures of what they look like as adults, right? And she's telling me that they come up, you know, the pavers that I had. So she sits on those steps that goes up to the deck. Yeah. Yeah. And she sits there and she'll smoke a cigarette. And they come up from the pavers and they're all over the place all the time. She thought they were worms. And I'm like, what the hell? What, you, what, you, what else have you been keeping from me? <laughs> Do you there's even know a, me? <laughs> there's this big black one I keep hucking over the fence into the backyard. What? Yeah. Oh, so I was I, 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 I picked up the pavers to kind of like look under them like I was flipping. <laughs> I didn't see any, but well, now you uh, disturb their habitat. You have to go yeah, out no. when your wife's smoking a cigarette and just kind of hang back and then like tuck yourself into the darkness. Yeah, yeah. Of course they won't come out when I sit. There, of course but, not. Know. Like you know, I want to see it. Yeah. I sat there the other night. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wait and see what happens. Listen Nothing. here, you little bastards. <laughs> like, She's like, oh yeah, all the time. I'm like, I was like, why uh, didn't you? She said, I thought they were like, I don't know. Like worms or something. And I was like, oh, okay. They don't even they move like worms. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. What yep. are you going to do? But Nothing. at least I know that there's a bunch of them that live in my yard. So that's. Yeah, cool. that's a plus. Um, yeah. Uh, so speaking of uh, false word cobras, uh, mm. Zach's book is uh, I just ordered it the other day. I ordered mine today. Yep. Yep. Touch base with Russ Gurley. Yep. Um, Man, I know I'm going to butcher the name of this book because it's so freaking <laughs> long. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go to the chat. Hold on. We'll go to the thing. See what's up. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Where did he? It is. Oh, man, that's way back there. The Natural History and Captive Care of False Water Cobras, Barons Racers, Musaranans, and other 
xenodontine snakes. I think I messed that up too. Um, no, I think you got that right. Okay, I, I probably didn't. Um, so it's it's Zach's book, and he's got a forward by Mark O'Shea. I love it because I'm looking at the cover, and, and I'm like, I have false water covers, and that actually looks like my female looks just like the ones on the cover. Really? Yeah. And then there's a Blue Baron's Racer over here. And then I have no idea what that is, but I, I don't have it yet. So it's like, huh. I'm so, Well, wait, Moosarana, isn't that uh, Rear Fang? Because they were at Tinley. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, no, 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 so. not Tinley. Daytona. Yeah. This past weekend. I want to say Cold Blooded Cafe had them. Well, and that's the other thing where you sit down and you're like, well, oh, I mean, we're talking about shows. It's like, well, wh- I mean, we were talking about going to down to Daytona next year and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, what is allowed in Florida out of what I have? What you have, yeah, yeah. What is not allowed? What isn't allowed? Are the like, uh, yeah, are the rear fangs going to be an issue? The false water cobra, the mad hogs. I don't think the mad hogs are because I saw somebody post up that they picked up a bunch at Tinley. I'm sorry, at Daytona, but for all I know, they picked them up in a hotel room, not in you know mm. the floor. There's that kind of stuff. I swore I saw a post from Cold Blooded Cafe that had them on the table. Maybe I'm, <clears throat> maybe. maybe they were taking a picture of somebody else's, but right. they were there. Right. Maybe. I mean, so I don't know. I, who knows? I gotta, I gotta to put up. Yeah, do you have any babies? I have to list on my website this weekend. It's ridiculous. So, like over a hundred. Uh, I'd say pretty close. I mean, I got oh, all the albino. I got all the albinos, the caramel albinos, the zebra jaguars, and then I have an entire clutch of tigers, males and females. It's ridiculous. Are people still like? If are, are there is there still a high demand for tiger carpets? As there were, they're, they're freaking better be. You know, it, I. The I other just remember, thing is, like when somebody would produce a crazy litter clutch well, of tigers, it would be nuts. You know, you'd well, be that's the thing. for the best. But the thing is, is that it, it, it's the tigers. I think are falling into the same problem that jungles are, where everybody got black and yellow animals, and now everything's going to be black and yellow. Everybody fought like hell to get perfectly striped tigers. Mm-hmm. So now every clutch is perfectly striped tigers, and so it loses its. Right. So now it's one of those like what is technically it's almost like there are levels now to tiger where Mm. it's like this is a tiger. This is a tiger. (laughs) Like, okay, so um, whereas it's like has a zipper back or something like that. Right. Right. Something you would (laughs) something you would have something you would have killed me with a rock for like, yes, 10 years ago. eh, Yeah. So. I think the next, so here's my idea, right? My idea with tiger carpets, I listened back to an uh, old episode we did, and it's like, uh, I remember yes. both of us were like, <laughs> I want representation of all the tigers. All the tigers on, the on all the, yep, yep, yep. So um, I want, you know, a little of the red, a little of this red line, a little of the citrus, a little of the high contrast ones, a little yeah. of, you know, now there's hypo tigers, caramel tigers. Uh, yeah. What is Xanic tigers. This year I have I produced caramel tigers, Xanic tigers. And yeah, yeah. So I have caramel tigers, Xanic tigers, red tigers, high contrast tigers, 
I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. And my my caramel tigers that produces your M pen caramel tigers. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you you use a caramel used, tiger and bred to an M pen? I used my I used my caramel tiger that oh. I produced, and I bred okay. it to. She's one of my original line tiger things. Like looking okay. at her, you're like, that's not really an impressive tiger, and that's also not really an impressive caramel. But if you breed her to the right stuff, you get like insane things. So. Um, I bred her to a M-Pen caramel stripe that I got from Travis Johnson. Okay. So. Wait a minute. Ooh. <laughs> I'm trying to share the screen. I don't know. I look up, I look up and all of a sudden there's a snake. Um, so, um. Oh, did you see the snake? I did for a brief moment. Um. This one. Oh, you can see this when I do that. Yeah, I can see it. There you go. What okay. the hell is that? So, so Alex Leith in okay. Australia. Um, this is one of his selectively bred, what you would call, uh, he just calls it a pure coastal. Mm. This is sort of the look that I'm going for. With it, almost looks like a bread lie at the, at the like a striped bread lie at the end of it. Um, I you should, should definitely should go and check this picture out if you uh, are listening. Yeah. Um, but, uh, wow. I should send you a picture of my, um, striped Brisbane that I hide from the world. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the girl that I produced. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, like, I, so, you know, where, uh, he's done stripe, but like where Eric Hernandez is, uh, doing the Jags and doing the yeah. coastals. I'm more into the tigers, but making those colors on a tiger, which is sort of what Alex is sort of doing there in Australia. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the the goal to me. I, I think that's the next level. Well, it's like, where can you take it once they're perfectly striped, right? Like, in color. It it's color. It's color. color, you know. I, so I gotta, I gotta run, I gotta run you through all the tigers I got over here. Next time you're here, <laughs> just yeah, because I remember, like, oh, I still think of it. I mean, it's a, it's a classic picture. Uh, I'm sure if you've ever read an article on um, tiger carpets, or um, if you've ever, I'm sure we've talked about it on the show, mm-hmm. some of the old shows that we did live or whatever. But like Jason's Balin's original one that he had, like it's all coiled in. Like, yes, it's perfect. Yeah, it's just cool. striped. Yeah, and it's yep, like that yep. khaki and like yeah. not really yeah. red. Yeah, but more of like a brick color. Yep. You know, but like the contrast between those two. I love the khaki, khaki the, stuff. So I took a red tiger from Balin and bred it to that tiger I got from you this year. Uh-huh. And I have a cool mix of some red tigers, some not red tigers and you know, that kind of stuff. But everybody came out with killer stripes. So, right. yeah. Yeah. And I know everybody likes the stripe on the side, but I, I'm kind of a fan of the portals mm-hmm. on the side. I kind, I kind of like that. I, I dig, I dig, a, I dig a clean, complete dorsal stripe. Yes. G- yeah. Give me give me a no break in the dorsal stripe. You can do whatever you want on the side. Now, the, <laughs> like, the tricky part for me is going to be how do I reproduce that look without having the jag in it? So my question would be, okay, once the jag is bred into it, so I have a tiger jag in theory, right? Okay. 2.0 is a is a tiger jag. Well, no, she's not a tiger. No, jag. she's a tiger. She's a tiger. Right. But she came from jag. Right. right? So. Her father but was a jag. But there's no that, jag in there. But is it 
is it the jag that's reducing the pattern or is like can you like yeah. once you bred it with a jag can you continue to reproduce that bald back like you can when you put it to a jag yeah if you i think it's gonna you, be difficult no i mean i don't think it's gonna be if you find if you find tigers that have bald backs that's the thing yeah but you know how there's just something about as much as i don't have any interest in keeping jags anymore <laughs> That is the thing that I'm going to miss because you you know what I'm talking about, right? When I know, that, I know. It's and it clean. may be that it's just the way it looks on the jag, right? When you, it's so clean. Like yeah. when when um, uh, Brian posts up pictures of that he has a tiger jag from Molly and V, and right. he has a tiger jag, a red tiger jag from Eric Hernandez. And when you compare the two, I think Eric's has better color, kind right. of. Right, um, because there's more of the uh, the red and the orange in like in the saddles and then in right. the pattern and all. But the Molly V baby is just solid, clean, clean, like, it's just like that clean tiger jag look. It's but just that's super clean. But that's awesome. Like that's what you want in that kind of stuff. I mean, can you mix the two? Like, can you get that color? I guess that would be where I would be taking it. Can you get that color? With that cleanness on the on the on the body, maybe that's well, where Brian's going. I'm not sure. I mean, where I'm going with it, I'll tell you straight up, because I also have. You a have a v. baby too. I yeah. do. <laughs> um, I and my girl is very clean, and she's got more of a stripe thing going on than uh, anything else. Because I wanted okay. the tiger, and you wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> I went for the, the most. I wanted. And I, I know. I, 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 listen, <laughs> listen, oh, it's man. fine. Um, but well. That is not to interrupt you, yeah. but that is one of the pairings that I am planning this year. I have a Balin MBB from that albino looking crazy red yeah, stuff. Yeah. Just plain red, red coastal carp. That's awesome. To Molly. So we'll see what happens. Go ahead. I, my idea for her is I have several because mm-hmm. I have a lot of tiger boys. Yes. And not a lot of tiger girls, which is why I'm keeping a lot of the tiger females that I produced yes. this year. Good um, idea. So I have. Uh, a red tiger from Buddy that okay. he produced from a MBB line red. Okay. So that's one red. The other red I have is Jason Balin red tiger. So I have that red tiger. Then okay. I have another red tiger male that is from that Peterson Balin Russian mix. Right. So literally I could take all three to her in okay. different years. Um, then I have a yellow gold tiger who's also part of that Russian stuff. Okay. Right. So I could take him to her if I wanted to. So. Hmm. Okay. That's a lot of, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious to see how they turn out. Will they be all the same? Will you see the characteristics of each? You know what I mean? Like then if we want to get real freaky, I, I have an exanic tiger male that I'm keeping. How far do we, how crazy do we want to get with this? Yeah. <laughs> I think at one point I'm probably going to do the hypo to the red and see what happens because nobody else is probably going to do it. You know? Yeah, I'm going to have to do it at some point. <clears throat> yeah. And that, that's um, the other thing. It's that if, if, if I am successful, I could have hypo tigers to toss in there. Yeah. You better mm-hmm. be successful. What the I, hell, man? <laughs> I, listen, listen. At some point I'll be like carpet pythons. Psh, too easy you know it's 
<laughs> well, you better be careful, man. The easy might become the hard. Yeah. It's man. like it's like when you're playing guitar, right? You're shredding out and then you're like, hmm. Uh, okay, I have to play. Oh, it's just one note. Oh, this is. Ah, oh, oh, wait. How, <laughs> how do I? How do I? I why do I do my hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. too easy. I was it's too sit- easy. It's hard. I was sitting there trying to figure it out because um, next year uh, we're doing no carpet python pairings except for the hypo, um, and then I'm doing. The water python. Uh, I think I have the gold white lips, black white lips. I don't know about the team more pythons. They're still on the fence. But then we're going to do, I I might even skip the olive pythons just because I still have babies kicking around from right now. And it's not, I'd rather just wait and spare my time. And then Ryan has my ring python. So there's that. Um, Duns need another year. Uh, and Maclots need another couple years, but okay. so an easy season next year. Hopefully, easy season. Obviously, we'll do all the Colubrid stuff just because you can wholesale those things and fill the freezer. But so but I right have, now, dude, I, it's like six. I think I have five pairings that I want to nail. Okay, diamond pythons. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Inland carpets. Yes. Uh, Russians. Yep. Russian reds, tigers. There's actually two clutches of those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's the other one? Oh, the red and right. the uh, Molly. Um, and then uh, poison ivy stuff. Poison ivy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I know I'm missing. There's another something. Thing. Oh, citrus yeah. tiger. So it's like six yeah. clutches. So. Oh man, and then there's some cool IJs I got. See, you and I, you and I are going to do this again. You and I are just going to do this again. But no, well, I'm sitting here and I'm setting up the whole thing. I'm like, this is a lot of freaking babies. I'm like, well, it's August, and you know, take your time, get them going, get them ready, and then you can put the adults down for winter. But then we're not pairing anything, so just feed everybody, and we'll do okay. And it's like. I'm not. I don't. Feel, I don't feel like I'm in a rush to try to get everything out the door because this is my stock for this next year, year and next year. Yeah, like I'm not. It's I'm a not good really spot to, to be it. in, right? Because if you if you stay the course with this, right, and you sort of stay a year ahead, so that when you're going to a show, you're. I'm bringing. You're, I'm bringing last year's kids. Yeah, yeah. You're bringing almost a year old. Uh, you yeah. know, especially with I think with carpet pythons, man, you, you're going to have a, a huge advantage over over yeah. people. Um, yeah. I didn't see a whole lot of carpet pythons down in Daytona. Um, well, and it's also one of those things where the price of the animal, like it eventually will meet it. Like you know, nobody wants to spend this much for this right now, but give it a couple more months and color starts coming in and then maybe somebody will dive on it. Yeah. But is there anything in carpet pythons anymore? That's big bucks. I mean, I know you got some of the the combo morphs and stuff like that. I mean, I think what it kind of comes down to it is like, there's no real insane brand new morph coming down the pike. That's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars. Right. What we're getting now is quality. 
I want this from you because it looks like this. I want this as a pet because it looks like this. I want this animal because it plugs in with these animals that I have. They're not just they're not kicking down the door being like, I don't give a shit what the zebra looks like. Just give me a zebra for thirty thousand dollars. Right. Yeah, it's almost like um, I don't know. I don't know where I like. Is that good? I I mean, what's the average is jungle still about five hundred dollars for five to seven hundred dollars for a decent one? I mean, I have two right now that are five hundred dollars each and they're the. They were the ugly ones in the clutch, and I keep looking at them, going like, "I don't know why." <laughs> like, they, they, yeah, it's not so, even like there's ugly ones anymore. Yeah, anymore. it's like, all right, well, whatever. But it's, and I think that's probably because I still have my head on from you know when I was in college, where it was like, "Look at this, it's slightly yellow." Like, oh yeah. my god, it's not yeah. just a brown. So, yeah. um, I don't know. So I think 500 for a really good looking black and yellow jungle is not horrible. And then your ugly ducklings in the clutch eventually get to the point where people are like $500 for an animal that's that big that looks like that done. And they take it like it might just take a little bit longer. But, you know, the weird thing is, is that like I have I have I just hatched out baby bread lie. So what do you think is going to happen to the bread lie that I had last from last year that are still here? What's going to happen to them? They're going to look amazing when they're going to uh, go up in price. <laughs> exactly. Price goes up. So like people are like uh, people were asking me if I would drop the price of my older mad hogs because I hatched out new mad hogs. And I said, no, the new mad hogs now go the, at the price that the old ones were. And the older ones now become more expensive. Because this is how the world works. So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, people got to understand you, you've invested a year of right. time into that baby of food. And, you know, it's, I mean, and they aren't the know. easiest fuckers to get going. Like, it's right, right. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, and then you've maintained that animal for that length of time. That's, that's got to be right. worth something because, especially if you're a new keeper and you're coming in and you're buying something, you know, if you're if you get an animal too young and you don't know what you're doing that could end you know I, that could end badly <laughs> i wish i could just visibly like you know shake young owen where it's like you know stop buying adult wild caught shit <laughs> like go and get the yes. babies and raise it upright because yes of course it takes a couple of years but if you keep buying and killing all these other things by the time you get to your your head on right it's like well it's been six years you could have raised up a pair of babies so so that was a question so one of the things that i said that we were going to talk that's good yeah. segue into the Thank question you. that i'm going to ask hey, this is why you paid me the big bucks <laughs> that's yeah. right so um on colubrid and colubrid radio uh they were the guys so matt is back matt most is mm-hmm. back um and he was on the last episode and the guys sort of had uh, each one of them had a question and they sort of like, you know, we're, we're going around the question. And I think Matt out of the gate, because he hasn't been on the show for a while, has sort of talked yeah. about how, you know, uh, going, you know, going into having as many animals. It, it was so relatable to me. It's just like you, you just you. What was, say, a part-time gig or a part-time hobby to where maybe you made extra stuff then becomes a full-time job. Yeah. So, like, you know, uh, 
you got to cut at some point you got to, you got to cut back on certain things or you got to, you know, you got to go away. But one of the yeah. questions I asked later, later on was um, if you could go back and change something you did or like, you know, what would you do differently? Um, you know, would you have the same animals? Would you have went the same direction? Would you have maybe uh, grew uh, grown into it a little slower? Would you have, you know, to your point, not have done as many wild caught stuff and not have the experience yeah. or, you know, know well, what you're getting or et cetera? What would you do differently? Well, the whole thing is, is that getting the wild caught stuff, like you said, it builds the experience and it's almost yeah. like, am I as good as I am with wild caught stuff because of that of course did i burn a shit ton of money killing a bunch of wild caught yes of course like it's um i almost feel like what i would have done is you kind of fall into what everybody else says about a certain animal and then it takes you a while to jump on it yourself and come to your own conclusions so I never did diamonds because I was always told they were hard and this and all other stuff. And then I tried it and it didn't end well. And then it's like, well, a little bit more knowledge, a little bit more this. It's like, okay, this is what I should have done. So it's almost like if I had all the knowledge in my head right now and just start back over, I do diamonds. I do a lot of diamonds and it would start with diamonds because of what you can do and how you can build it. And now like do diamonds still hold price? Like it's ridiculous right now. Yeah. Like, and you don't need to worry about morphs. It's just diamonds. Um, Beautiful on their own. Man. Yeah, exactly. So I would do those. I would still probably end up dipping my toe into all the insane Python stuff that I've been doing. Um, but there's a couple of things I would probably leave by the wayside just because it never worked out. But I tried to force that peg into that hole. Like, I, 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 I Condros, I, I don't, I got nothing for him. It's, yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Sorry. how you feel about Condros. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lovely can't do it. Can't do it. Can't, can't do it. Um, <clears throat> but that kind I of think- stuff. I think what I would have done is I think I think where I what I would have done differently is I would have I would have I would have focused on a specific project mm-hmm. got the animals for that project took it to completion and then you know sold the offspring that I didn't want mm-hmm. the ones back that you know it would and then it would take that money and reinvest in another project. Right. Rather than like what I did was I sort of had to have everything now <laughs> because there was like this. I think I think that narrative of well, you got to remember when I was really getting back into it hot and heavy, we had all that legislation. Not that that will come yes. back again, but that was really like worrying me that you wouldn't be able to get that stuff like it's not that you couldn't sell it within your state, but the whole crossing state lines. Remember when they right, had all right. the pythons yep. that were going to be on that, and you couldn't cross the state lines? And I'm like, oh shit, shit. I need to get right. this stuff now, right? Or I'll never be able to get it, or it'll never be in the <clears throat> state. Yeah. And how did that work out? It's gone now. I mean, it's gone <laughs> I mean, now, but they're trying to—they're trying to put it yeah. back. Yeah, I mean, that's like yeah. it. Yeah, so far it's it's on pause, but yeah. I, I I agree with that. I mean, I always like that idea of taking a project, of having a project that be, that's your core bread and butter, yeah, and yeah. then seeing where that project goes because it's it, it kind of is ever changing. So 
I got my original caramels and I'm like, I'm going to make a caramel tiger. And then I did that. But then I kind of got hooked into super caramels and caramel jags and super caramel jags. Yeah. And doing all that stuff. And I'm at this point now where I have several, um, I have several super caramels, three. Yeah. And then I have, um, one super caramel jag. And it's like, well, where else can I take that project? How else can I do like it's like how do I how do I improve upon this? And it's like, well, I don't know, but would be cool. Let's make it stripe. So now it's like we're backpedaling to Caramel Tiger. You know, I want to make right. caramel tigers, I want to make super caramel tigers, and I wanna take I wanna go the long way around the barn and take my best super caramel jaguar. And breed it to my best super caramel tiger. Yeah. yeah. So that's the end run. Right. And we're getting close. And then at that point, when you get to that point, do you continue to I I guess I guess it's hard guess to say see. because yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you gotta wait and see what happens. Like you may right. get something and you're like, Oh wow, that look is crazy. Let me see if I can make more of them like right. that. You know, and or then there's other parts of it where it's like, that was cool. And then I also have caramel exanic stuff that's kind of toying around in the background. And then I will soon have hypo exanic stuff in the background. And it's like, well, now that this project is here, do I kind of set that on the shelf and bring one of these other ones forward? Yeah. Because they're part of it, but they're kind of off to the side. And then what happens when you say you get to the end of that? You know, do you like say you're you're now consistently? It's kind of like where jungles are, right? You, right, you right, said right. this earlier. It's like to right. me, jungles are sort of all kind of look the same. I, I I know there's little subtle differences and stuff, and, right. and different right. colors of yellow. But just just say for general gen, general speaking, mm. yellow and black has been refined. It's it's not going to get more pretty, yellow. Pretty <laughs> like it's, you know what I mean? Yellow. Like you're not going to get yellow. more yellow or more black. It's Make the yellow like, yellower. How? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you could, you know, I know, you know, Riley, he's working on a stripe thing. Um, you know, some people are working on more of a banded thing. But really right. at that point, like, you know, and even once you get it striped, like if you get a perfectly striped jungle that you can reproduce, like you can, we can re- reproduce tigers at this point. Um, and they're neon yellow and jet black. I mean, do you, I guess my question is, do you continue just to produce those at that point or do you, you sort of move you, on from that project or do you hold it on the shelf and have it and then sort of breed it every once in a while? I think you breed it every once in a while because there should always be some kind of like, I imagine people will want that, yeah. but you are also competing with your own offspring that are out there right now. So you know, but the second you stop keeping all the really good shit for yourself and letting yeah. it go, it's like, all right, well, sure. then it's it cast out of the bag. So right. I think you hold on to it and you and you kind of reproduce it. But then maybe that's when you start getting a little kind of freaky with stuff. Maybe you take that striped male and you throw it to a zebra. Who knows what that's going to do? Like a really right. nice, consistent, broad, black backed thing. Like, who knows? Um, yeah, to me, that's where the morphs could be fun, right? Yeah, it's sort of yeah. like you're you're bringing in a morph. You're not going crazy with crazy combinations of genes or whatnot. Yeah. You're just sort of saying like, okay, I got this. I think that's one thing that a lot of people, you know, we've said this forever, but like a lot of people never 
like if you're getting a morph, mm-hmm. you get the best morph representation that you can get. You know, if you're getting a zebra, you get the yellow and blackest zebra and craziest pattern and all this stuff. And, you know, you go and you put it to just a normal jungle thinking that you're going to get, st- you know what I mean? But if you're you look at like yeah. what Kurt is doing, right? <laughs> right. Like you and Kurt and didn't you do a breeding loan where you put like, he yeah, I'm an amazing- idiot. Yeah. So yeah. that, <laughs> that, uh, that yeah. pairing, that pairing, we had four zebras, two boys, two girls. So we each took yeah. a pair of zebras and I yeah. sold the male zebra. Yes. And I kept the female because the females, she's disgustingly beautiful. She's yes. gorgeous. I love her. But now I'm sitting here, and I think I think I was talking to you when it dawned on me because I was I'm like, dude, that ultraviolet jungle jag you sent me, she's awesome. She needs maybe another year or two, and I really want to pair her to a really nice zebra that I fucking had here, and I sold it. Like it was like one of those where everything started clicking, where I had the mail that would have been great for her, but I sold it. So now it's right. like I guess I'm just going to pair her to a normal jungle. So, yeah, right. <laughs> damn it, pissed goddamn idiot. <laughs> yeah, so um, that project's over there now. <laughs> but it's those are the things where it's like you you should be trying to get the best thing for the for the project if it's a project that's important to you, you know. Yeah. I want to breed this jungle jag to a very good-looking jungle male as a base. Right. Like you know, it, that is out of if there's nothing else that I could get for her, it would be a really good-looking jungle male. Right. I would like to give her to a zebra because I would like to see how disgustingly yellow you can make the zebra jags. Right. Yeah, like that's a good point. Like um, zebra jags, that is a perfect example of my point, right? Like nobody, not nobody, because I'm trying to think. There's probably somebody. Some people out there, Maybe psychotic exotics when they were around, they were doing it. I'm sure Paul has probably done this, but yet I've never seen like crazy offspring from him. But I'm sure he has it because why would he not, you know? Right. Um, But uh there's not a lot of whole pe- there's not a lot of people that are really working that project set let's say we know, have to where a, we've a lot of really good looking lines of jungles mm-hmm. and people are producing some really good looking zebras out there but nobody seems to want to push a zebra jag to be on the same level as some of the jungle jags that are out there being produced i think it's the new people coming into the hobby that are mm. probably not so fond of the jag I mean, I'll admit, I will admit that out of the five zebra jags I hatched this year, one is not okay. <laughs> so it's, it, right. yeah. But the I other ones are. There's, <clears throat> I think that um, the newer group of, so I, I wonder if that has to do with the fact that we've already sort of went through the growing pains of that. Like meaning that in the early days when the Jag was out, you know, it was sort of like, you remember, there's just debate about whether it was legit or, you know, mm-hmm. this one doesn't mm-hmm. wobble and da, 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 da. And then it finally seemed to settle that, yes, they're all, they all have the issues but that, and this but and I that. And then Australia started breeding. Yeah. Well, then Australia started breeding Jags or their reduced pattern coastals or whatever they call them. It's a yeah, jag. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they had the same similar questions because they were sort of like, say, you know, 
couple five years behind. or ten yeah. years behind us or whatever, you know. Um, and a lot of, I think a lot of the, uh, I, at least this is my perception of mm. it, like a lot of the old school keepers in Australia were very anti-jag. Like they didn't like that idea at all. They were just about localities of, you know what I mean? You would have yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. Palmerson jungles, gelatin jungles, and like all the right. different localities of uh, jungle carpets, uh, tullies, and you know, legit, <laughs> right? Not like our, uh, not localities. our things. Yeah. Yeah. Like legit locality stuff, which would, Oh man, I would be in heaven. <clears throat> but, um, so then, then they sort of revise that again, if you will. Right. Because it, it started to be talked about, even though it was sort of beat to death from us on the forum days. And then it just seems like maybe they're taking that advice and saying, mm-hmm. okay, uh, you know, maybe Jag's not it for me because. Well, <coughs> I mean, I, I'll tell you straight up, any Jag that I list, the first question they ask is, is it, does it wobble? Yeah. <coughs> so do they know necessarily, or is that just a, a question they feel they have to ask for every Jaguar? Um, maybe they're, maybe they're phrasing that, saying it wrong. And they're, they're asking in the terms of like the ex- like what's the extent the of the extent of the wobble? wobble? Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe like yeah, because you hear a lot of people, and and I've even had this myself. I've had yeah. plenty of jags that appeared normal. No, don't don't show no any problems. expression. Yeah, no wobble, no flipped upside down, no none of that stuff. Right. Um. But as soon as you stress them out, it's, it's usually done. after they bred. Right. That was it. It was game over. Yeah. And then it, from that any, point on, they were jacked. Any kind of stress or even ba- babies, the first time you go to feed them, they get yep. all excited and they kind of do this. But then there mm-hmm. are some that, like, I told you about that one zebra jag that I went to go put her in a display to take her to a show. And she corkscrewed and bent back. And that's how I figured out she had a kink in her spine. Uh-huh. It's because yeah. she bent back so far. I'm like, she killed herself. And then, oh, no, she just folds like a hinge. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Dear, yeah. Dear. Oh, good. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I, I'm giving her away to somebody. Oh, yeah. I thought you were gonna say she was Kribo food or something. Uh, my Kribos don't eat snakes. It's weird. No. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're weird. Interesting. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the 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 other topic that they sort of hit on, which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting, right? So Zach was sort of talking about how, um, so, sort of like how herpetoculture is sort of looked at from say the academic standpoint or the people <laughs> like that are, that are that are pushing the laws let's say if you will mm-hmm. you know or like the, the the people that are writing the laws from the mm-hmm. you know fish and wildlife or things like that um interestingly enough like the burmese python thing came up and i didn't know this but there's okay. a certain um, I thought he said it was a worm, some sort of parasite that the Burmese python has been able to, uh, you know, uh, they're not immune to it. I don't know what the word, what's the oh, word? Did you say it withstand it or? Yeah, like they, they have it and it doesn't seem to bother them. However, okay. a lot of the uh, uh, damn uh, Florida it. reptiles <laughs> or, rep, you know, snakes, uh, not so much. And I never knew that. And like, uh, you know, the other thing that I, and I've been guilty of saying this too, and mm-hmm. I, I don't do this with other stuff, but I, the whole thing of like, if they say, oh, Burmese pythons are messing up the Everglades, it seems like the go-to answer is, well, what about cats? 
they mess up the Everglades too. Yeah, they both yeah, fucking mess yeah. up the Everglades. My, you know, my you know favorite. I mean? it's, it's like yeah, no kidding. Yeah, correct. Like my 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 favorite thing was the the one is somebody had a Burmese python. He's like just caught this guy, going to neuter him and release him, and had to put him right back into the ecosystem. He won't do much more harm after that. It's like yeah, okay, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, I don't believe that we should like catch feral cats, neuter them and let them go. Like, I think if you're an animal and you don't belong here, you should be treated like an invasive animal. And I guess, I guess, yeah, my takeaway from that discussion that they had from Zach being sort of having his foot in both camps, so to speak, yeah, is that it just showed me that I don't know the whole story of the Burmese Python. Just by him saying that yeah. little thing tells me that I'm not doing enough research to, to really even have a, an opinion on the top. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can have an opinion on the surface of what I think about it or whatever, but I think it always becomes a defense. I call it what aboutism. It's like, yeah, but what about, <laughs> you yeah, but, know, it's what aboutism. And, and that can, like, yeah, that's wait, bad, but what about this? But it's what like, you're saying can suck too. Like they, they, there's, there's, they yes. can all be bad. <laughs> yes. yes. What about you cats? Have they suck level of too. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. them too. It's like, I, I think any invasive animal yeah. that is now harming a native species or causing death to a native species should be wiped out. They don't belong there. And destroying this invasive population is not going to affect this animal's on its native range. So it's like, but the cane toad, who gives a shit about the cane toad? They're fine where they're from. Here, not good. Burmese python, they're fine where they're from. Nobody should harm a Burmese python, but they shouldn't be here. Yeah. Feral grope grown like just groups of roaming feral cats. The one thing I absolutely hate is the oh, that's a feral cat colony that we're monitoring. So you know where they are. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> and and what so you, you know what they're killing. <laughs> you've captured them and you gave them medical attention and then put them back? Like I don't and it makes it, no sense, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm sure the birds are so happy you did that. Right. Yeah. And I guess like, uh, you know, when it comes and that's not even real. So we did take a a little bit of a turn because that's not exactly (laughs) what I even wanted to get into. But it's it's fine because it's it's sort of what led to my thought when Zach was saying that. But it's like I don't even know if you can eradicate it at this point, but you can manage it. Right. I don't I don't I don't know if if well, the problem with Florida is like. If it's not Burmese pythons, it's lionfish. Like they have a shit ton of. Pro- I'm like they have open season on multiple creatures, and they can't seem to wipe them out. Yeah, and give it a couple <laughs> years, it's just going to be Burmese python, lionfish, and a monkey down there yeah. in Florida, and that's it. <laughs> I I think the other thing too is like, you know, I saw again. I I don't really have a skin in this game either, but. Darren from Morph Market sort of made this post about mm. having an educational booth for the fish and wildlife or giving them a class for the fish and wildlife booth that was at um, uh, at Daytona show. Okay. And I'm like, I don't know. It just makes us look like children, man. I just feel like that just makes us look so immature. 
Like, yes, I agree that the guy should know that's in fish and wildlife. I agree that he should maybe know what species he's got. What animals he's regulating? Yeah. I I get that. I understand. And also, if you're going to go do something like put down a massive building full of python, you should know the shit. Like, just brush up on it. Yeah. Do some Google searches. I'm 100% (laughs) on board with that. And I'm not defending that at all. But, like, to me, sometimes when you have the higher ground. Right. Just stay on the fucking higher we ground. We cannot like, help ourselves. That, we cannot help ourselves. Just shut your fucking mouth. You you now have the advantage because <sighs> that person did it wrong. But then you say but some stupidest, childish fucking post. And the whole idea of you making this post is just so you can you can get more likes and more visibility on Morph Market and, and, and all take this the stuff. Dig. You're, yeah. you're playing the algorithm and you know this is going to get people worked up and you know I, I just don't agree with that approach. I know that that's the approach that everybody takes, but I find it a little bit hypocritical and maybe mm-hmm. this is on a different level, but like when somebody like himself or the people that uh, you know go and, and, and say agree with some of the things that he's doing or how he's doing it because he's pushing sales and he's pushing this, it's no different than him talking about people holding vent venomous snakes in my opinion right. to get likes or views right there's nothing different about it you're you're pushing something to get a reaction out of people so that you get more engagement so that you want to you want to sort of manipulate people's emotions because you know that you're going to manipulate people's emotions which is exactly right. why people use the excuse of like oh i'm free on this cobra Oh, because I won't get any views if I don't free handle the cobra. Because you know, I trust like, this animal, and this animal trusts me. Bites him. And they're like, right? oh, and no. Then, <laughs> and then we'll go and we'll say something like, "Oh, well, this is just a. Uh, it looks bad for the hobby." Yes, it does. Yes, I, I agree. But, it just it makes us look immature. <laughs> but then you go and make some stupid post. This like a also child looks bad. Like, about we the just talked about. It's like what about making the, the rules? Those are also bad. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, yes, the three me, handlers are bad. <laughs> Pissing off fish and throwing rocks at fish and wildlife because they messed up is also bad. It's, yeah. Is it like nobody can keep like nobody knows when to like hold it anymore? Like they no, just no, have no. To, it's like verbal diarrhea. Is all you gotta the time. fire. You can't control hip. it. Always fire from the hip. It's, yeah, it's like bleh, yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> um, I I could it, make I, this post or I could not make this post. I'm gonna make the post. <laughs> Damn it. Why did I make that post? <laughs> offering offering to educate fishing game is something that needs to be presented by, say, somebody like the St. Augustine Alligator Farm or like uh, Gatorland or, or Iguanaland, where they have the officers come and then we're going to show you all the different things, and all the different th- stuff and what you might encounter and what might be a difference. But, you know, that's... That's something that needs to happen that way. It needs to be something more of a good faith gesture, not a <laughs> you messed up. Like, yeah. why? Yeah, it's like a childish thing, man. That thing sucked. Why are you trying to make light of that? Like, it's almost like there was. There are some people on Facebook that, like, every time Florida Fishing Game posted something, they were like, "You murdered pythons." It's like, all right, yeah, okay, but. <laughs> But like you're also free handling your venomous. Like shut up. It's yeah. yeah. Another point that Clint brought up. Sorry, I had to bring him yeah. in. So that Clint brought up was that he he um so he has a pet shop. 
Okay. And um, one of the things that he wants to have is like a, uh, I think he was talking about a copperhead, that he wanted a copperhead so that when people came into the shop, yeah. he had sort of a what a native copperhead would look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so that I mean, could, that, which, that's like, uh, I mean, I like that because it's what Bob Ashley had at his place. It's like all the animals that yes. were out on display was a lot of the stuff 100%. that you might see in Arizona, which, you yeah. know, I, we, we, we stop at Bob Ashley's place because it's Bob Ashley's place and we like the snakes and all that other stuff. But like other people stop there that are just kind of hiking around and they want a good place to kind of kill some time yeah. or, you know, a, a cool gift shop. So it's like having that way to kind of educate people about reptiles and also show them what this is some of the stuff that you might see out there. Right. Is, is awesome. awesome. Yeah. And love it. He was sort of asking. So I guess he has a relationship with, um, the fish and wildlife in, in his area. Right. And so right, right. he was sort of, um, he was sort of asking her, like telling her, uh, that like, look, I'm going to do this in the future. Is this a problem? Is this Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that she sort of said, well, yeah, right now it's OK, but I actually want to meet with you later on because we're trying to make legislation for these type of things. Right. right. And um, I need to work with you to make sure that we sort of don't, you know, that that we come to a mutual understanding of like who should have these and who shouldn't. Right. Right. And I was like, OK, what an awesome way to sort of work with your local fish and wildlife to be to be sort of not like against each other proactive you know, sort of and like, like working yeah. with each other yeah. and like yeah. helping putting in your expertise of whatever that field would be whether it be venomous whether it be big constrictors whether right. it be uh, crocodilians whether it be big lizards or monitors or you know all the stuff that's sort of like on the on the iffy side of the chopping block <laughs> um, but to, to but to be in that spot where you can sort of say well you know, if you're going to put a restriction on stuff, maybe you should put it on, you know, say like the the big five of the constrictors that they right. have to have a permit. But right. like you're not going to you shouldn't ban ball pythons because they're you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's there's don't, sort of a, don't a, a, come a back for, and forth. Yeah. Don't come for boa constrictor when. Correct. Yeah. But but should anybody be able to have a I I, I am. And I think I've said this before. I am 100 percent fine and supportive of a permit system and a licensing system, very much yeah. like they have in Australia. I would love for anybody who is passionate enough and skilled enough like the Ipers to have a full setup venomous room to do all the things. But I think that you should have to do all the things that they have to do and yeah. have to like you basically if you want to basement full of venomous more power to you but it better be a locked kind of venomous laboratory double door inspected and if one gets out you're gone you're done one strike out like it that kind of stuff i want to say i from talking with phil phil wolf i think he is uh pretty he's pretty like he has conversations with fish and wildlife about these kind of things as well yeah. so i think yeah. i think i don't know that just seems like the more mature well, approach than like oh, we should teach you right. kind of snake that they should. right you know like come it's, on man but it's like so it's, you're better but, than that it's it's basically like do you want to have the conversation with the cop or you want to roll throw a donut at him it's like i like because when <laughs> when 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 it all comes down to it 
what all comes down to it, who do you, do you want him to be like, I remember you. We had a great conversation in a room. Be like, oh, it's you. You're the asshole. Oh, you're that guy. Like, you know, yes. like, don't don't do it. Like, there's right. ways to do this. <laughs> so so that was part of the sort of rant. <laughs> right. Okay, but the yeah. real thing that sort of stuck out to me is like uh, something that Matt had hit on. And he was talking about viruses and how people don't want to talk about those things mm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And I know it's sort of a taboo thing to talk about, mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, you know. I mean, and that kind of sucks about the reptile hobby. It is. I think. It I is. think, like, why are we so? Probably because we're so we know yeah. how some of us are, and it's like I think we have this mentality sometimes in the reptile hobby that in order for us to be put up, we have to put somebody down. And I've been well, guilty of this in myself in yeah. the past. It's like, oh, ball pythons suck. Carpet pythons are the best. It's like, no. It's a snake. <laughs> no, ball pythons can be good and they're cool. Yeah. And so can carpet pythons. So can carpet pythons. You know what I mean? Like so, they can mutually. Snakes be. are fun. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, why do you have to shit on somebody else in order to. Why, why is that need in society? It's like, in order to make my thing better. Like it can't stand on its own. Yeah. I have to shit on somebody else. I think that's part of the reason why people don't talk about that kind of thing or viruses. I I would, I would agree. I I think the other part of it is that, I mean, there there was, there was a very large witch hunt when, um, everything did come out for Nido uh, and all that Nido and other things like that. It was the, you know, who's got it, who's got the issues, who gave it to who, Whose animals are going to die because now? People because people don't talk about it, right? So the problem is, is that it was very, it very quickly became: if you have nido positive animals, you were like almost like a pariah. You were your your persona non grata. Your your animals were bad. Everything you've ever sold now clearly has to be a problem, and 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 no one's ever going to buy from you again. And your entire collection is bad. And I can understand that while everything is going wrong in your collection and, and animals are dying some very quickly. Cause we've heard that like the onset of Nido, like they show symptoms and within 24 hours, they're gone. I mean, can you imagine that burning through your collection? And then on the other hand, you're, you're trying to make sure nobody else finds out about it because you're worried about how you're going to be treated. Yeah. And, I have to give kudos to Mike Curtin, right? Because yeah. Mike Curtin, I think, handled it. Besides, uh, you know, uh, Corey and Pia, right? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, Co- yeah. I said Corey, Cody and Pia. Um, uh, but like, he sort of just said, "Okay, I tested the animals. I came out with this. Yeah. This is what I got, and this yeah. is how I'm going to manage it, and this is where I'm going to approach it, and this is what I'm going to go doing forward." And he put it out there and he was honest. And I got to be honest, I never once thought like, Oh, I'm never getting an animal. And I think, I think the fact that people aren't honest about it is what creates the problem and then leads to people being less honest about their thing because they saw this person be, not being honest about it. Mm-hmm. And then it's put out into the open. And then all of a sudden now you're, you're on the defense rather than putting it out there and, and you control the narrative, right, so to right. speak of, of how it's going to be. Right. And then, right. you know, I'm sure people are going to talk shit and they're going to, you know, Oh, he knew it all the time or she, she did this and she sold that one or he yeah. did that, blah, 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 blah. And, um, I just, 
I just wonder if we were just a little more straight about it. it it's it's kind of like how I feel about the the like not to bring up COVID into this, but mm-hmm. like you know, when you have the government saying things like, "Well, we don't think that they can handle that, so we're not going to tell them that," and then they wonder why they don't, why people don't trust them. It's like, could you fucking lie to them? So like, <laughs> <laughs> sins of omission. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's like, oh well, we didn't think they could handle that, and I think that's sort of the idea when it can't comes to that. Like, oh, if I tell people that I have this. I don't, to your point, right? Oh, I'm never going to be able to sell snakes again. Yeah. They're going to yeah. look at me different, like blah, blah, blah. So, but even beside all that, my question is mm. because of the Burmese thing and the native North American snakes that are in Florida, right? And how one is susceptible to this virus or this pathogen, this or, whatever pathogen it was, or something, right? yeah, a uh, parasite, yeah. When you have a mixed collection, yes, like that, mm-hmm. is that something that you worry about? Could that be something that's happening? Like if, if you say you have mostly pythons and then you start adding in colubrids and then all of a sudden you notice that something happens either to your python group or to your colubrid group and we sort of chalk it up to, well, I is mean, that even a thing? Do people worry about that? You know, I don't know. I, I, With I you mean, having a collection like that yeah, and having uh, a wife that's a vet, <laughs> basically. So, <clears throat> The What's thing is, is that when you when you break it down, though, I mean that you can, you can keep splitting where it's like, I, I don't think you need to even go that far. It's like you can have different virus strains that develop on different islands. So, you know, sure. I, I have I have Australian species and I have Indo species. There could be something that the Indo species carry sure. that could fuck up the Australian species or vice versa. And then. I mean, if we sit here, it's like, okay, we have the carpet pythons, Australia. We have the Indo species, which is the Timors, the olives, the ring, the duns, um, the retic. Okay. Then we have an African species, which is the Angolan. Um, and then we have right. South American, Brazilian uh, rainbow boas. We have Argentine boas. We have um, false water cobra. Then we have the United, you have American species. I have every single fucking continent. At this point, right. you know, it's then we get we have Chinese Asian rat snakes and things like that. It's like, yeah, that's something you worry about. But I'm not running a pine snake through a carpet python cage. So there's that thing. And then a lot of these animals are so far removed from their wild caught ancestors is it, it necessarily that a thing? I mean, is it necessarily even a thing? You know, possibly not. Right, you because know, it's like what not. what world have they grown up in? They've grown up in the United States. Like half these yeah. things were born and raised <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Like, I just it, think of like so. I guess here would be you know because I personally wouldn't have thought of thought about it in that way. Like right. I would still have quarantine animals and stuff right, like right, that, right, right, right. but. I wouldn't be thinking of it in that mindset because that that really wasn't known to me. Like, right. like I never thought about that until Zach said that, and I was like, "Oh shit, wait!" Yeah. Now it starts to trigger something, you know, questions in my head. Like, oh, if I ever got, if I ever added colubrids into my collection, would this have to be something that I would? Would I have to? Is there certain? Well, shit. To your point, right? Mm. Just. Green trees and carpets, like the Nido, they were yeah. saying that was like between the two. It's like you could have gr- carpets and have Nido and not have any issues, right? 
And then all of a sudden you introduce chondros into that mix. And they they're and it kills off the, the chondros. Off the perch. Or, correct. Yeah. <laughs> or it kills the, the carpets. Right. You know, one or the other because they're just not you know, I almost feel like the further you move away, it's mm-hmm. like the less you have to worry about it. Do I am I concerned about an olive python being able to affect a, a pine snake? Probably not. Because they're so far removed. We're talking like Python versus Colubrid and stuff like that. I'd be more concerned about say say in some magical world, Australia opens and mm-hmm. we get a wild caught coastal carpet python. I'd be more worried about that fucking thing straight out of the bush coming into my collection here, where like I said, most of the animals were born in the United States, if not yeah. in Pennsylvania. And have never seen the wild before. And that yeah. that means that everything that that animal brings in can and will affect any Morelia I have. But don't you think that it's a lot easier for us to get wild caught North American snakes? Yes. That could be in some. So even if you're not the one that collects it. Yes. Right. You have somebody that goes out and collects, I don't know, corn snakes, let's say mm-hmm. this locality yeah. of corn snakes. And you're bringing in that whatever. Yeah. If you're bringing that into your collection, you're now. And maybe it doesn't affect the colubrid breeder because Justin's probably punching a wall right now. Yeah. I mean, this guy's talking about. I think it would be. I think it would be more. Like if you bring that. I understand. I understand what you're saying. But I think it would be more. So like if I say I got into Alterna and I went and I got my own Alterna and I brought them here. I think yeah. a wild caught would affect any captive Alterna that I have here. Anything that it might bring in would affect those immediately. But then could it jump from the Alterna to my other Collier Brids? I think it is more likely to do that than it is to affect the pythons and other things that I have going on here. Because I think it's just one jump too far to go from Collier Brid to Python and Boa. But... That's with viruses and other things like that. Now, let's say that they have some sort of parasite, like a a worm or something Maybe like that. Maybe it was a parasite that it right. that he's talking about. Yeah. I, a parasite and I think it was. A, a parasite, on the other hand, could burn through my entire collection. Because it doesn't give Correct. a shit. It's a snake. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Yes, it's not like oh. so. You're a Burmese python. I could get worms <laughs> from my snake. Like it is like yes. okay. So um <clears throat> that is what I would be more concerned about. If it was a python, I would be concerned about transfer of you know viruses I guess it and things does, like that. Right. Bacteria is also something sense. else, you know. Right. So like a virus there's le- it's sort of like if a, if deer have a virus, it's not right. necessarily that human beings are going to get the virus. So but it's not they can jump from they can. It's possible. They can. Right? It is possible. You, yeah. But. You know, maybe that's not the le- but if it's a parasite, right, that is something like yeah. the Lyme disease that the tick is <laughs> that, biting the deer. That, that is something. Yeah. Whoa, that's too close to home. It, 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 it all depends how bad. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I have poison sumac. Dang, dang, dude, you too here, all on my side. Yeah, all here, and then yep. I got chiggers, which are those little bugs that bury into your skin. What the hell is that? No, 
That is not a real thing. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. What it now? They're little dots all over. No, mosquito bites. No, 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 no. Really? Justin was looking it up because I didn't know what they were. I thought they were bites, but the babies burrow into your skin and then they die because they can't. And then they die and they go away. So it's not like you have to worry about them being in your skin. When there's so wait, wait, skin. wait, <laughs> wait, herping on the East Coast. Wait, sucks. so <laughs> I'm never going herping again. Um, so wait, like it, like if you just kind of like have hives and stuff like that, it looks like you kind of broke out a little bit. Could that yes. be the triggers? Oh, yes. Yep. No, I, no, I no, promise no. you, you have them. Too. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm going to go home. I'm, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. All right. I'm going to. Yep. Yeah, no. I would okay. have rather had the ticks, man. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I can pick to, them off. I'm ready to peel all this off my arm with this knife. But it's knife. torture. Man. Like it is. It is, <laughs> it is straight no. torture. So I was no, talking to me no. and Justin were swimming the day before we left, right? Yeah. And uh, I was talking to my neighbor and she said that you have to scratch the shit out of them to open them up and then pour alcohol on it and it will kill them. And I was like, well, that sounds pleasant. Yeah, no, that's what, what do you think I'm going to do. Yeah, Melissa's going to be so pissed at me after I wreck up my body and then be like, pour alcohol on me. Like, it yes. is, no, uh-uh. I'm going to. I'm going to get the cheese grater and I'm going to fix this later. Uh, yeah. so, God, uh, any, uh, any Never debate about East, East coast, coast versus no, West coast. <laughs> Fuck it. No, I'm going West coast now for the rest of my goddamn so, life. Here's the mistake I made. Every herping trip I've done. I always wear long sleeve shirts. I always wear pants always every single time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. I think in Australia, I wore shorts once, but we were in the desert, so it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Um, the Northern Territory. So to me, it was like, ah, we're, you know. I've always but worn shorts. I always wear pants because I, I always thought I'd just get too hot. I don't really get, if you get the right pants, if you get like, um, it's like a breathable fabric, almost like, so I know Rob makes fun of me because of my uh, Eric Herping uniform. I will never, ever, 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 ever wear short sleeve shirts again. No! Especially herping on the east coast oh my god no you have no idea how (laughs) freaked out i am right now i'm gonna rip off yeah man oh it's crazy yeah all these little dots all over oh my god no all over my stomach it's all over my back yes shit Shit. i would have rather take the ticks and i did have a tick that was hanging like right in the middle of my back and he was on there for like a week So who's oh, don't have Lyme disease? Oh, great, great. <laughs> Every day I'm like, do you see a bullet, Dory? <laughs> do you see a bullseye? She's like, well, no, I, you're got still the, good. I got that. I got that. I had that weird. What was it last week when you and I were talking about recording and I and like we ended up skipping a day and it was good because I, I had a fever of like 102 and it oh, spiked. No. It spiked one day and was gone. And I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> like that. That never. <laughs> That never is good. That never is when your body's like, holy shit. All right, now you're fine. Like, wait, yeah. so you're reacting to something. <laughs> something so happened. I'm like, maybe that's it. I'm like, maybe I got Lyme disease. And Melissa's like, you should take a test. I'm like, I don't want to know. <laughs> like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Can we just say maybe and move on with our lives? Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't even really know what happens when you get Lyme disease. I think you get tired, right? Doesn't it? You get tired. Kinda... And your bones are get kind of achy. Um, uh, you can have flare-ups okay. that kind of knock you sideways. 
course, I didn't know that I was going to be carving up my arm to get all the, out of these triggers, triggers out, but uh, that's going to happen later. So I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, be careful, well, man. <laughs> nah, it'll be fine. So the, the one thing that feels really good is a hot mm. shower, right? Yes. It's like you're getting burn scratched it. all over. You're burn it off. Burn. <laughs> is, is, you know, I get out and I look like a lobster. My, Dory I, says for the poison sumac, that's the worst thing you can do because what happens is your pores open up. Yeah, and you and more then of you it. leak into yeah. You just yep. spread it all just over. spread it more. Yeah. So uh, I like wrap my arm up where I have the poison sumac and uh, I just uh, douse myself in a hot shower. It was helping a lot with the chlorine. That, yeah. Been helping. Say the one time I had poison sumac, we went down to um, uh, the hot spring, uh, the springs down in Florida. And she and I went swimming and it's Melissa and I, it was like the brackish kind of water that uh-huh. you kind of get out there. So that helped a ton. Salt water just killed it. Yeah, it would just yeah. burned it. I'm like, okay. I think it's like you got to dry your skin out, basically. Is yeah, what it is yeah. right. So, it's, uh, but I don't know, man. I, I think uh, I think Justin and Dustin were right. Herping yeah, no. in the west. Uh, uh, herping in the west. Yeah. In the this this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. terrible. Dear God. Oh man. So Rob thought the uh, the ticks were bad. <laughs> well, the ticks the ticks just love him. That's the thing, man. Yeah, Ugh. and Mike wanted us to come down and herp in your Labor Day, and now I'm like, great, cool. I'll just burn all these off just so I can get more later. Well, I think if you so, I did notice. So I was watching a couple herping videos of Pennsylvania because I'm sort of like, okay, if I'm gonna tick off this uh, this list of herping all the species in PA, might as well do it. Yeah, I might as well do it. So I made a list of everything, and you know, uh, I think I'm maybe a quarter of the way there. Right. Um, but uh, I was watching some of the guys that hurt PA, and a lot of them wear gloves. And I was thinking at first, I'm like, oh, that's kind of stupid. And then I'm thinking, I don't ever want to go through this again. Yeah, no. So if I'm hurting <laughs> PA or New Jersey. I'm wearing gloves. I need to get I need to get a long sleeve, lightweight shirt and a, and some long pants. That's I know why I got those ones. I got. I know what my wife's getting me for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like oh they're breathable. God. Those shirts are breathable. I prefer them because then I don't have to worry about suntan lotion or anything yeah, like that or yeah, burning my, or all my, those things. My you know? delicate skin. Yeah, yeah. And you think about it, we're like just pushing through and like a lot of like dude, I, brushing I, we got, on trees and did you get you know. hit by those nettles when we were herping with yes. Robert? Yeah, that sucked. All right, like yes. I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> yes. That's why it was cool, I, but it's, I fucking hate plants. Like, you know, <laughs> find me. What the, what the fuck good is a plant? Yeah. Well, well, especially the ones that sting you, poison yeah. you. <laughs> so I was watching clips of like Ron Swanson. I was like, excuse me. I, you made a mistake. You brought me what my food eats. Yeah. <laughs> Telling yeah, is the beginning watching, course, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching uh, the episode. I was rewatching that whole series, and yeah. uh, um, we watched the one where he, uh, uh, the I can't remember his name, but Rob Lowe's character. Yeah, he's he's like the real healthy, healthy yeah. guy, whatever. Yeah. And he's he goes to like Ron Swanson's wanting to go to this restaurant that serves yeah, steaks, and he's steaks, got like yeah. the book where he's taking a picture every year of him eating the steaks. <laughs> he's like, oh, this was nineteen eighty two. I had a nice T bone. <laughs> 
He's like flipping through the picture book. Yep. And then he gets there and it's closed. And yep. he's like crying. He's like, what did they do with all the snakes? <laughs> do you think they're okay? Yeah. It was <laughs> and then he goes to Rob Lowe's place. All right. And he, he makes him, him a burger, portobello. But it's a fucking mushroom. And he's portobello like, mushroom. Yeah. That was, that was, that was the one great. that ends with uh, bring me all the bacon and eggs you have. Yes. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this uh, is a steak. Yeah. He's like, this is not a steak. steak. All right. Bring me all, <laughs> all the bacon, the bacon and, and eggs, eggs you have. You have. <laughs> Did you hear me correctly? I said yeah. all. All. Let me say it one more time. <laughs> oh, oh, that was God. great. Oh, Matt sent us this thing in the uh, our little chat that some dude was finding invasive reticulated pythons in Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're, yeah I, Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody else talking about that before. What yeah, the they, hell, found, uh, they found albinos. Yeah, those are albinos. These are escaped. <laughs> They're not pets. <laughs> the, no, yeah. no, all these all just think they, they must have come over. Albinos? Yes. Albinos. Albino tigers? Yes. Yeah, no. Wow. We suck. Yeah, we do. I mean... It's it's that is well. It was like it's like what what happened uh, uh, up here? They're like so. Uh, I think right before Carpet Fest, they found an alligator in a creek up here, and yep. it's like, hmm, good. Oh, good, good job, guys. It's like there needs to be one major event or one major thing that ruins it for all of us. So. Mm-hmm. The state of Ohio used to be kind of wild west when it came to exotic animals. They had the exotic animal auctions. People owned privately a lot of different exotic animals and things like that. Like the big mammals and too, right? Right. Like, right. Was, like you tigers, can have whatever bears, you want. Exactly. Bears, yeah, okay. So one point, uh, I forget the exact year, but some guy had a bunch of stuff and he committed suicide and let the animals out. And we're talking yes. – Tigers, lions, things like that. And the cops tried to secure the area, but the sun was going down and you can't have a tiger roaming in the middle of the night. So they ended up having to put all the animals down. Right. And because of that, there was a massive push after that to change the laws for exotic animals in Ohio. So Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is that in a lot of places like, say, Pennsylvania and other things like that, where we kind of take for granted the... Freedom. Freedom that we have to do with our reptiles and things like that. We are one very bad instance away from having that taken away. You know, all you need is is boxes full of cobra loose in some apartment complex in Philadelphia or, you know, somebody getting nailed by a, a large alligator that was released or got loose or something like that. It's yeah, it, it, it's. I mean, we've had multiple we've had a couple people die from venomous bites or or large constrictors. So it's it's going to be if it's always the person that purchased the animal or had the animal. There's very rarely ever a push to make it illegal because you did that. That was your own damn fault. But yeah. once somebody who was innocent, like an innocent bystander, something happens that way. Mm-hmm. That's when it's going to start going. So, yeah, that's so how do you 
police that when it's not illegal to have a crocodilian in PA, right? You can't. So you can't. I can't. <clears throat> immediately in my head, I think, as you were saying what you were saying, I was like, mm. well, this is another reason why I don't go to Hamburg, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> but in fairness to Hamburg. Right. It's legal. They're not breaking the law. No. No. However, are they looking at the longevity of the hobby and say, to your point, right? It's going to mm-hmm. take one of those things and an alligator is not going to last. And no. I don't think it would. I Well, clearly they don't, right? Very not rarely a- do people who purchase a baby alligator at a right. show get right. that thing to an adult size. And even if they do... I think most of the time they don't know what to do with the fucking thing, you know. Yeah. Then it becomes you can't sell it. You can't. You, like, how do you sell that? You can't do it on Morph Market. You can't do it on. Maybe you can do it on Craigslist. Maybe. I mean, but dude, but like, I, I, who's going to come and buy a full-grown adult alligator? Have you transported a bull alligator? No, I have. I can imagine it's not fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It take it takes a couple people and. There's a very limited amount of people that can take something like that. We're talking like you have to try to find somebody who's going to take that to be part of some sort of livestock auction that goes for exotics. Now, those do still exist. Um, They're usually a little bit more further out west, and they definitely lean more towards exotic hoof stock. You know, a lot of big ranches and stuff in Texas want to have – zebra and sable and wildebeest and shit like that on there so you can come and you can go out and shoot yourself a zebra without having to go to africa um and every once in a while they do also have on those sites other stuff ostrich giraffe cattle cassowary um and I, i don't know if they would include alligators like that but right there seems to be the common myth of that if you get an animal and it gets big enough that a zoo will eventually want it from you. And it's like, well, if a zoo's going to pay you money for your big alligator, number one, not a very good zoo. Number two, it's probably not a zoo at all. Um, but yeah. like, you, you can't you can't walk up to the Philadelphia Zoo, knock on a door, and be like, "How much do you want for? How much are you going to pay me for my alligator that I brought with me?" You know? Yeah, yeah, it's. Once again, it makes us look bad. I don't know. It just makes us look bad, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, yeah. it just does, you know. More often yeah, than I not, don't... though, it reaches a certain size where you can no longer accommodate it properly. Yeah. Right. And then the health starts declining and either it dies or gets out. I mean, I don't know. Do you know if you need a permit to keep crocodilians in Florida? You're not allowed. You're not allowed? Nope. Even alligators? Nope. So how do, I guess they have, they were either grandfathered in or they need some type of permit or something? I think most. that do? I think some of the people were grandfathered in, but I always thought that you weren't allowed to keep any kind of crocodilian in Florida because the last thing they want you to do is keep an alligator or a crocodile and then have it get out. Because what if I kept what if I kept Nile crocodile? I mean, well, what's to stop yeah. what's to stop a Nile crocodile from existing 
in Don't they? Florida. I thought they did. I mean, who knows? They could. I, the American crocodiles are down there, but um, plus the other thing that they concer- are concerned a lot about in Florida is West Nile. So if I have an alligator farm, there are two ways you can do alligator farm. You can either have the farm and have the mother's nest and hatch out the babies, raise them up and send them for slaughter and stuff like that your own way. Or you go and you raid the nests in the Everglades, but you have to return a certain amount of the hatchlings back to the wild. But gotcha. you do it when they're a year old and you've tested them for like West Nile and things like that. And then they can release them um, with, I, I'm not 100% sure how that would work. I just work. looked it up. Yeah. <clears throat> I looked it up. So it says class one animals are illegal to possess in Florida. Chimpanzees, gorillas, gibbons, drills, man, mandrills, mandrills, orangutans, baboons, uh, it's different type of baboons, uh, leopards, leopards, jags. It starts with a G, gelata, baboons. Mm. Um, leopards, jaguars, tigers, lions, bears, rhinoceros, elephants, hippopotamus, cape buffalo, crocodiles, except dwarf and Congo. Okay. Um, black caimans and Komodo dragons and Oh, garials. thank God they put the garial. Yeah. Okay. So then class two are only allowed with a permit. Howling okay. monkeys. Um, <laughs> oh, thank God I can get monkeys. a permit for my howler monkey. What the... <laughs> Why would you want to listen Slug. to that? Looks, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Like ah, yes, there he is, my howler Coug- monkey friend. <laughs> European and Canadian lynx, cougars, panthers, bobcats, cheetahs, African golden cats, to minks, golden cats, fishing cats, ocelots, clouded leopards, coyotes, gray wolves, red wolves, Asiatic jackal, Asiatic jackals, black. Okay. Black back jackals, striped jackals. Wow, I didn't know there were so many jackals. A lot of jackals. Um, <laughs> African hunting dogs. Ooh, they would be vicious to have. Why? Would, why? 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 Right. Why? Why? You um, know what I really want? A pack. A pack of African hunting dogs. Great. Yes. Honey badgers, American badgers, old word badgers. I didn't know there were so many badgers either. Hyenas, dwarf crocodiles, alligators. So you need a per- uh, okay, I so need a permit. For- you need a permit. I need a permit yeah. for my hyena and my alligator. Okay. Yes. And a cassowary and an ostrich. Oh, thank God. <sighs> Class three animals owned with no permit is reptiles and amphibious, amphibians, non-venomous and unprotected, gerbils, hedgehogs, honey, sugar gliders, bushtails, parakeets, rats, mice, canaries. But but we already know that now you have to have a permit for reptiles, so that's a lie. Well, yeah, I would think it says reptiles. Um, they should be technically so now. Where well, are the big snails? Because I thought you weren't allowed to have retics without a right. So I think here. technically now those five. Wonder when that's those from. big five are now on that needing a license thing. It doesn't tell me when that's from. So maybe this is a little bit older. But yeah. anyway, either way. <clears throat> now we know if you want a spotted hyena, you need a permit. Ah, I've good. trained my howler monkey to ride my spotted <laughs> hyena. Yeah, it took me a while. Um, also, it cost me a lot of <laughs> lot of howler monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Yeah, who the hell would want a howler monkey? I, they're they're a horrible creature. <laughs> like, I, don't, <laughs> I love how it's like gorillas. Well, thank God you said that. <laughs> like you know, I was thinking about. I was getting girl. ready to get off. Oh, man, that ruined nice my entire back. idea of having my lowland gorillas in my front yard. I want an Ed Marina emerald tree bow, a white back, but in a silver back. Silver back. Can yeah. you do that? <laughs> uh, what the hell is that? Oh, that's uh, Jojo. He's my silverback gorilla that I keep chained up in the back. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great. Don't get too um, close to him. He, he's very territorial. I wanted to give a uh, congrats to uh, Ron St. Pierre. Um, he got uh, some kind of award or a plaque or something at Daytona for a world-class reptile breeder. That's, nice. that's pretty awesome. So congrats to him. One day we'll um, get a plaque. <laughs> world-class podcaster. These <laughs> mor- these morons are still around. It's like, yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> yeah. They get an award for... <laughs> <laughs> not quitting. <laughs> not quitting. Still here, even though no one asked. You know, the still right. here award. Yeah. Goes the still to... here award goes to these two. <laughs> yes. Um, well, it's pretty cool. He's. Uh, we, we were listening to him on. Uh, I don't know if you were with us when we were. Probably uh, when he was on. Uh, he's been on. A, he's did the podcast round. He went and did the round. Yeah. Okay, Emerald yeah. tree boas and stuff. Uh, he was on um, reptile talk with uh, Jeremy and uh, Rob. And it's like a two-part series. Really good. So if you uh, want to hear him, you should go check out that podcast. It was really good. He did cool. uh, did an awesome job. Um, but he's pumped about Emerald Tree Boas, man. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. It, he was sort of like how he was talking about Emerald Tree Boas is kind of how I feel about, like, carpet pythons. Like, you know, <laughs> he's trying to, to dial. I'm like, yeah, I'm with you, Ron. But carpet pythons. <laughs> but carpet pythons. But not those. Yeah. Not those. <laughs> I, I, I have no love for emerald tree bows. I, no, none. Why'd you get bit by one? Yes. You put a tooth through my thumb. <laughs> those things suck. Like it was. Did you have one as a pet? No, it was or at like, the zoo. Have, no. It sucked oh, so shit. hard. He had four of them, and and they were the um they were basins too. Oh man, I mean, they're gorgeous, but they were just a holes. I hated them. <laughs> yeah, never do emerald tree. Yeah, bows. those tree snakes, man. Woo! They were always like that iconic snake as a kid. They would always be on the front of like reptile books and stuff. Yeah, and, you know more so than green trees. Uh, but um, I don't know. I saw their teeth one time, man, and I'm with you. It's like holy shit! I, I, I like saw, playing guitar too much. <laughs> I couldn't. It was I couldn't it, survive that one. That. that one was the one that it went through the tip of my thumb, and I mm-hmm. pulled the tooth out. And when I pulled the tooth out, it was like arterial like spray oh, squirting blood. And I was like, oh, 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 god! <laughs> like it was that. Oh, this is a problem. Yeah, I'm like that's oh, that's fine. Oh no, 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 no. So yeah, that was fucking emeralds, man. <laughs> Mm. Well, more power to him, man. He found the thing he's into, and he thinks yeah. that he can work out some of the issues that they're having. So I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, and, uh, dude. Someone has to. Boas, boas, boas at some point. Yeah. Um, I was going to save this for carpets and coffee, but <laughs> it's, I, I it's my I, mission I, I, to make them. It's my mission to make them have me on boas, boas, boas because I produced like a couple boas. And they're like. Yeah, god damn it. Not <laughs> like the, the, this, <laughs> this this moron is here somehow. Yeah. 
So he's been on the NPR, the Kluber did Klubroid, and yep. now he's going for the Boas Boas. They're Boas, just going to try for Boas, yeah. Oh, pretty soon you're going to be on Venomous Etiquette. Uh, yeah. Venomous uh, Radio I'll, pretty I'll soon. be on that eventually. Yeah, me poking all the rear fang things in the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's only leading you to. So if you could keep. All right. Let's no. let's say this before no. I talk about this. If you all could right. keep any Venomous and you could keep it responsibly and you could have it knowing that you had the anti-venom, all the stuff, right? What would you keep? What would be the species that you would keep? Right, you tell me yours first, because then I'll tell you mine. <sighs> this is a tough one. Mm. I really love rattlesnakes. Okay. But I got to say, man, a nice copperhead is hard mm. to beat. It so is. I think I would go copperhead. Okay. Spider tail viper. Ah, I forgot about those. Yeah, I would go spider tail okay. viper. Why? Don't know. <laughs> it's like because yeah. they're um, freaking cool. Because they're freaking cool. <laughs> because because it's 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 somehow you've married the worst nightmare of several people into one creature. It's a venomous snake that has a spider attached to it. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's pure, pure nightmare fuel for several people, including my wife. She cannot watch them do the, like with their tails because she hates uh, spiders and it's too much. She hates spiders. Can't, okay. Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay. I didn't yep. know that. Okay. Oh yeah. She won't let, uh, those are the one I things that I I'm not allowed her to breathe. The one thing she wouldn't be afraid of anything, but I guess we all have our vices. She cannot do spiders and centipedes give her a little pause there too, which, Oh man. Centipedes give me pause too. I centipedes yeah. suck. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. We were supposed to have a peas on the pod podcast, but, uh, <laughs> That never happened. Never <laughs> happened. Yep. Um, so anyway, <laughs> you know me. I, I yeah. should, probably should save this for. Well, I'll, I'll probably hit on her in carpets and coffee. Yeah, too, we do both. Anyway, so. I'm always on the lookout for herping uh, traveling equipment. Like each trip that I do, um, it seems like <laughs> oh, I learned something new. Something. How can I improve upon this for the next one? So A new gadget. This is my portable coffee grinder. Yes. <laughs> Dude, it's a portable thermos French press. It happened. Oh, yes. God. Come um, on, man. Look at stop. that. Put the coffee in. Stop. No more gas station coffee. Right in the mug. All I need is hot water. Dude, this is the best thing ever. It was like 20 bucks. Like, come on. There it is. You're like, oh, thank, oh, thank God. It's just gas station coffee sucks, man. Well, no, no, but like, I love it because most people are like, like I got this really cool headlamp that has, or Melissa got it for me. That's LEDs <laughs> yes. across, like LEDs across here, and then one over here. It's I bright as shit. It's awesome. Yes. And then she got awesome. me these other flashlights that attach onto the tips of my fingers. Oh, so like, sweet. it's a glove almost, and like you turn it on. And you can kind of just so if I'm like looking into a hole, I can just kind of do this, and I can kind of see it. It's it's really cool. So oh, like wow. you're, I'm getting these advancements, and you're like French press. Like I can French have the coffee. coffee. <laughs> yes, this well, was your takeaway. Coffee. <laughs> I think about I the coffee for other things. <laughs> yes, it'll make me sharper to find out. Oh, the other thing I got was this. Uh, it's kind of like this book, this thing, but it's where you can put like the 
you know, to keep your notes in. Oh, yeah. I was back and forth all the time. You know, it puts a pen in there. You got your field guide in there. You got a book in there. You sort of like uh, put it in your pack. But um, the last couple trips, I haven't been taking down, like I usually take down data and stuff, and I've yeah. been slacking on that. Well, and um, we're not really in Australia doing, or you're not talking taking data in yeah, Australia. But, well, even I did. Even on our last trip, I didn't really mm. get in. I mean, I took some some temperatures and stuff like that. But like, even when we went to the last time we went to, when we went to West Texas, I was like real into like taking all the stats and stuff. And yeah, um, I just think like when you put it on a spreadsheet, it kind of like you start to see patterns of stuff. Right. I think, yeah. You know, um, but. It's always been a struggle for me because I was doing it in my phone and then it's like I, you know, I'm taking a picture and I'm typing. Whereas if I just have a notebook, I can just jot it down just, real quick. Just go. Yeah. Take the information uh, later on. So yeah, um, I'm real excited about about that. It's the little things. But really, it's the French press, man. <laughs> it, 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 out of all the new gadgets, like I can't you're going to be so happy. <laughs> like it's, I can now I can have carpets and coffee, coffee. Oh my god! On the road, but how do <laughs> you fly? MPR blend on the road. Like you can fly with the beans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in your well, bag. I, here's another thing I learned about mm. herping. Like I know Rob and Justin are all into like not checking a bag. Never works for me, man. No, I always I always check a bag. I put my backpack into the bag and. I just found that it's easier for me to pack like a small suitcase. I can put stuff in it. I don't have to worry about carrying shit on the plane. Yeah, I got to mm-hmm. wait a couple extra minutes to pick it up when it comes. And but who gives a damn? Or whatever. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, what are you going to do? But Well, and it's I, also I, good because then you can, like, I, I want to say the last time I went to, when I went to Texas, I had a small, I had a carry-on bag. And then I had my uh-huh. personal item, which was my backpack. But, like, right. we went to Bob Ashley's place and I, and I, bought some stuff and i wanted to go freaking nuts but i'm like i only have this much space in my yeah so right right taking a hook right hook if you can take a hook you know that's always dodgy yeah i've been places where they're like sure sure and then then they take and then they take the hook yeah (laughs) they're like really that's pretty cool you're right i am i I play one on a podcast yes (laughs) (laughs) oh wait (laughs) So you look oh. for snake? Yes. Yes, all the this time. Kind of like my yep. kind of like my hairdresser story. I take yep. pictures of wildlife. I take pictures me. of wildlife. <laughs> yeah, so much wildlife I take pictures of. Yes. Jesus now Christ. let me sit on your lap and cut Yeah, that's hair. not out this the weirdest haircut I've ever had. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, you guys never got that? <laughs> that's never happened. <laughs> like no, Eric. Oh, no, Eric. So that's abused. weird. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, Jesus. So I guess in closing, we will hit on the cold-blooded cafe cafe, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or both. We can do both. Yeah, you we can do both. You should, you should get coffee, cold-blooded from cold-blooded caffeine. caffeine. That's right. And then you get should yourself get yourself a travel mug, and you can yep. uh, you can go all around the town. But uh, yeah, they got some uh, awesome stuff. I got to reach out to Trey. They have some. They, they have some new swag. Do. I want to grab some. I want to grab one of their shirts that they had out. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, uh, I bought one maybe a month ago. Yeah, yeah, I checked that out. Um, sure. Then the other I'll thing ask, is that I'll we ask have Trey to send you a shirt, please. Owen wants uh, a shirt. He does extra large, please. Um, yes. Then we have a cold blooded cafe, 
which yes. is where you can get your rodents. Please don't get the two of them confused. Um, so we have a promotion for you guys is when you place your order at Cold Blooded Cafe, use promo code MPR10, MPR10, to get 10% off your entire order. I think we've heard from a couple people that they got like 50 bucks, 45 bucks taken off their order and... That's awesome right now. Um, it's kind of like free shipping almost. Yep. Monitor their site because they're always doing deals. Uh, we know Chris wanted to do a couple more stuff for us. Uh, he had a special menu out for Carpet Fest. So uh, they're always putting stuff on for deals. Uh, he is also they're going to be adding quail soon uh, is what he's told me. So that would be a good spot to get your birds. Um, so it's Cold-Blooded Cafe, Cafe MPR10. Nice. Yep. And then there's all the usual stuff uh, for us. The, the Teespring uh, store. The Teespring, the Patreon. The Carpet Fest shirt is still up there if people want to get it. Yep. I guess probably in the next couple of weeks we're going to be doing the calendar thing. And oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, oh, my time. God. It is that time. Yes. Oh, God. And I'm gone for like a week in October, which is normally when I think we finally end up doing it. Oh, my yeah. God. Maybe we should do it by like the next, I, I, maybe I by like the beginning I, of September or something. I quit. <laughs> I quit. What we should do. When do you leave? Uh, October 16th. What we should do. Okay. So is, me and you will be away at the same time. Right. Right. So what we should yeah. do is yeah. we'll make the announcement for the calendar the beginning of September. People can have the entire month of September to put in their entries. And then the first show in October before we leave will be. The calendar show. Okay. And then you and I will be gone, and then we'll come back. We'll muck around for a couple more months, and then it'll be the holiday show. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> and then we go into, what, season 13, I guess? 14. At that point. 13, 14. 14. Uh, yeah, who who knows? knows? Who cares? Don't. It's over. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> It's done. I'm done. <sighs> yeah, I guess we're going to have to do the breeding episode soon, too. Again? So like, what, the- <laughs> what are we going to talk about differently? Can we just get, can we just get clips from old breeding shows and just go and through the questions together. and just slap? Like, well, the- <clears throat> apparently, I don't follow my own advice because I can't breed diamond pythons, but the advice we give on NPR, if I'm I mean, apparently, we, like, have you listened yeah. to the diamond python episodes? Uh, well, this is was my advice. <laughs> what I would do. <laughs> this is what I, I said. Accumulating oh. all that info and sort of filtering it through. When somebody asked, I say, this is what I would do. And they right. typically have success. I did not. <laughs> I, I showed Melissa, uh, Brandon Wheeler posted up a video of his diamonds outside. And I'm like, yeah. this is what I want to do so badly. Like, I want to yeah. have a setup. and cool? just Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, how long would you put them out there?" I'm like, "They'd be like your tortoise. We kick them out during the summer and months, and then I'll see you guys later." So, yeah, I wonder what kind of effect that would have on them for that, like this, those like, small couple being months out there for the summertime. Like, I, I don't wonder, know, like if well, also, I'm putting them outside when it's breeding time for them. So, I would be basically keeping them inside during the winter months. So that I could cool them down, so I could put them outside, so they could lay eggs in the outdoor enclosure. 
seems like a no-brainer. <laughs> I, seems kind of weird, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would look cool down at the bottom of my yard. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. And shit. Mm, I'm going to have to work on that. I wonder yeah. how my neighbors would take to that. They can I take don't. the snake people. I don't know how they'll right. take to the snakes. How, how high is the... Nah, you don't even have like a privacy fence. You can't even be like, just don't build it higher than the fence. I'm going to have to install one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes that idea. It's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that mm. would be cool. It would be. That would be real cool. So... Yeah, I love watching his uh, outside enclosure yeah. stuff. I think that's all. Chuck does the same thing. Yeah, you know, with his, his, with his coastals. Yeah, coastals and diamonds. Uh, deep, I know diamonds too. Yeah, yeah. So. You're itching for diamonds, man. I'm gonna have to make it happen this year. They're, they're so. on my. They're they're. We, we we talk about like what to do with morphs and stuff when they move on, but like what to do with projects when you cross one off. It's like, all right, and I am. See, I got to get diamond and then I got to get inland and I'll have everybody but Imbricata. Yeah, and, you've done Condro. Jungle Coastal. Oh, I've done Jungle Condro Coastal. Too. I've done Jungle Coastal. I'm going to fix the Papu and Carpet thing soon. Give me a couple years. Um, okay. But then Varagata, I already got Darwin mixed in there. So um, do you count the cross? I count it because my male's pure. <laughs> okay. I, I produced him or I reproduced him. He was part so of it. The male's okay. Well, then I guess I produced Varagata as well. There you go. <laughs> I kind of was waiting to do I it. Mean, I mean, if I want to split the hair, sure. But, you know, I, I'm not really going to care, care too much about that. Plus, I'm really going to focus on the Darwin. Well, I'm sorry, the, the IJ. You got IJs. Technically, yeah, I've done Varagata, yeah, many, many times, many times, exactly. <laughs> so, so for right now, I'll count it, but I'm counting it more of like I got the Darwin locality. I'm not counting it off as Varagata. I still have to do IJs. Okay, um, but Breadline. Oh, that's another one that's on my list. The Cape Yorks. Yeah, the female will be ready. So get the male size. That's Varagata as well. Yeah. So I got Coastal because I did the Brisbane. I got Chennai. I got bread lie, yeah, and then I have now Ruffy, so I got to get Varagata, Imbricata, Inland, and guess Green Tree Python because I'm gonna say I got all the Morelia complex, but I don't want to breed Green yeah. Tree Pythons. You're gonna. Have to, <laughs> I don't want to do it. You're gonna <laughs> have to. God damn it! Can I just borrow like somebody's adult pair for one season and just? Babysit. Sure work that out with buddy. I will. I will. Let me baby. Let me babysit buddy, your green trees. Let me come to your house and tell you what yeah. to do. Do yeah. this. Put them do together this. now. And there we go. Them. I bred them. Done. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. <sighs> so. All right. Well. Cool. That's. Uh, I don't know. Go ahead. Throw your stuff out. I know you're trying to. All right. Uh, everybody should so go to rogue-reptiles.com and buy as many snakes as humanly possible because I have a lot. Um, new babies are going to get posted up probably this weekend. I'm going to put them on the website for a week, and then I'll start putting ads up on Morph Market so I can try to get these suckers sold. Um, also coming soon will be Chinese king rats, Madagascar hognos, uh, rhinos, because a lot of them took food immediately. Awesome. Um, and then I toy uh, with the idea of putting a rhino upstairs. Dude, you should. I love rhinos. 
and <laughs> everybody's on the rhino kick. Everybody's on the rhino kick, kick, and you don't like nice enclosure setup. Yeah, beautiful planting, kind of a thing. And mine, maybe I, I have to pull that trigger. Yeah, I think you should. Of course, would Rob be insulted if you got rhinos from me? I don't think Rob cares. <laughs> I don't think Rob gives a damn. Yeah, all right. Yeah, good point. The only thing that Rob cares about is you not finding them in the wild before he does. <laughs> when am I ever going to go to like China without him? Like, you know, when would I ever do that? You know, if it does happen, I'll, I'll, I'll lie. I don't need to tell him. It's fine. I didn't so. find them. I didn't find them. <laughs> Picture of me He's, with one. This is a rough green snake. Yeah, what are you talking it's a about? Racer. No, I don't see a horn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. But uh, rogue reptiles dot com. Um, it's uh, all the stuffs up there. Uh, pretty soon we have those, and I will be vending the October Hamburg. That's the next show that I'm slated to vend. Um, any other questions? Just reach out to us. Uh, that's it. That's all I have for everybody this time. Um, so what we'll say is thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch everybody back here for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night.